Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Another edition of I Want Your Flex. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Ryan Bershinger. We got you covered. Mike Harmon not here uh, right now, so it's going to be Bursch and I on today's pod, getting you set for Thursday Night Football. Also talking about some of the big headlines uh, from fantasy football. It's early in the week. At the time of this recording, it is Wednesday. You're listening to this on Thursday. But we did have the news come down that Anthony Richardson is done for the season with the Indianapolis Colts. Bursch, I think this is a big deal uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, anybody who drafted Jonathan Taylor on their fantasy team this year and was waiting for him to sign and then play now got more good news because not only did he sign and is playing, but now a guy that could have taken rushing yards away from him or rushing touchdowns is no longer in the equation. There's still a Zach Moss situation to deal with, but in the Anthony Richardson fallout, obviously the losers are the ones who uh, have Anthony Richardson and counted on him having a Justin Fields or a Cam Newton type of impact on their team are not going to experience that. But if you drafted Jonathan Taylor, uh, Everything's coming up roses for you once the regular season actually started. Absolutely. I think that uh, the loss of Richardson to this offense in terms of fantasy numbers across their other pieces, um, 
I don't think it affects other people as much. In fact, there there's an argument to be made that it might help their receivers. Both Michael Pittman and Josh Downs have been targeted like crazy when Gardner Minshew is in. Uh, he's uh, Downs works very much as a as a strong PPR streaming option and potentially a, a regular flex play because uh, Minshew seems to be throwing to him a lot. Michael Pittman had 14 targets last week, and as you mentioned with with the running back situation, I think this means Zach Moss is probably still startable until the Colts show that they're not going to use him anymore. Just because of the way that running back is shaping, you probably need to start a healthy running back. So if if you've got Moss and you're deciding between him and second running backs on other teams, you can definitely still play Moss until uh, they shift the entire workload over to Jonathan Taylor. I think, yeah, and I think that day will come because if Mm. you give him the contract, you want you want something from it yeah but yeah in this meantime in this short time if it's not broke you know don't fix it but if you are running the ball 25 times a game which i think would be a nice recipe uh even 30 if you're the colts and getting a win you're seeing jonathan taylor take 15 to 18 of those and maybe zach moss at some point taking 10 to 12 the other upside uh aside from michael Pittman jr's value being as high as as you mentioned, and Josh Downs is the two running backs are active in the passing game. Mm-hmm. At least they have been, or they at least they were in the game against Jacksonville. The game against Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. If you're trying to get a, a feel of where the Colts are and, and where the Colts players are, I think that's a pretty good barometer on what you can expect. And Pittman had the highest amount of targets with seven. And then, as you mentioned, Downs had six that game. That's more of the game script that the Colts, I think, are likely to, to follow. Last week, they were down early to Indianapolis, or excuse me, to Jacksonville. And Indianapolis never wins in Jacksonville. So it's a little, little skewed, I think, on how we view them. But if they are playing winning football, you're still getting Pittman with his targets. You're still getting Downs with his targets. And then, you know, Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss will be splitting. Uh, Gardner Minshew may actually have a little value as well if you're really desperate for a quarterback and maybe this week as well with uh with what you've got with with six buys the only trouble brown's defense comes to town that would be the only the only drawback on it if you're looking desperate but i'd rather have gardner Minshew than uh maybe Terod taylor against the the commanders if he ends up starting for the giants and brian hoyer even against the bears or if it's going to be aiden o'connell who knows what the raiders will do but i'd rather have Minshew in that spot uh, than maybe those other options yeah there, there's good potential there we talked about super flex leagues in our last episode I, I think he, he, Minshew should definitely be rostered in, in super flex leagues you're probably rostering all quarterbacks that are playing in super flex but uh, in, in general I think Minshew does provide good opportunity I think he's going to give some games where he actually will be fantasy relevant for the rest of the season yeah through through for 329 yards in the loss against Jacksonville uh Three interceptions <laughs> doesn't, doesn't shy away from it. Uh, speaking of other quarterbacks, we don't know the status of Trevor Lawrence uh, entering this game uh, Thursday night, Jacksonville taking on the Saints. But the Jaguars are such an interesting uh, piece when it comes to fantasy because I think Calvin Ridley has the name value. I just am a little curious on how much value – Calvin Ridley has uh, you and I and nobody cares about a guillotine league that we just had but it is a barometer of how I think uh, a group of people feel about Calvin, Calvin Ridley and it wasn't as highly uh, he wasn't as highly sought after as maybe I thought he would be and now when you look at what Jacksonville uh, has gotten so far this year 
Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk are right there neck and neck, and Kirk's actually ahead when it comes to targets. So Ridley kind of burst on the scene, but now here we are in week seven, and I think Calvin Ridley's fallen a little uh, when we look at Jacksonville more to the back of the pack with uh, a guy like Christian Kirk at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a pretty low-scoring game overall in the short week. The Saints have a pretty decent defense, and uh, with obviously with Lawrence banged up, we at the time of this recording still don't know mm-hmm. exactly what he's going to do. But um, even if he goes, if he gives it a full go on the short week with the injury, it's hard to expect a ton out of him. And because of that, you kind of have to downgrade pieces of the the passing offense overall. Obviously, ETN is a must-start every week, uh, but I would imagine that ETN is probably going to be relied upon even more uh, given Lawrence's health status. But um, in terms of the receivers, yeah, I, you're still playing Calvin Ridley, but this does feel like a bit of a trap game with him. Um, and I imagine that guys like Kirk and, and Ingram will get a bit more attention and, and give some uh, stronger numbers. The Jaguars' offense hasn't been great to start the season, but they did have this coming out party against the Colts. Travis Etienne, I mean, the game against Buffalo in, in London a couple of weeks ago, it was the fourth quarter where these teams really turned it on, but Etienne's been good this past week. Are, are you buying that the Jags have turned it on, or do you think that last week was just a matter of circumstances and they have the Colts number? Uh, I think that it's they're they're starting to turn it on. I, I just don't think that's going to carry over into this game, but that offense has too much talent on it to not turn it on at some point. Um, but I, I think part of that does have to do with they were playing the Colts and it, it's a more favorable matchup to them. Uh, I think after this week, I would I would expect to see the Jaguars trend upward again. I agree. And I actually think at some point we are going to see a burst with Evan Ingram. So if you do have Ingram stock, uh, Ingram stock uh, just hold on. Every, every, everything's going to be all right. No touchdowns so far this year. I think that changes. I think that comes in bunches. But in also saying that, guess what? That affects Calvin Ridley Mm -hmm. a little bit more. So another reason why maybe I'm not as high on Ridley. I almost look at Kirk and Ridley right now as as 1A and 1B, and I don't even know who I would have as 1A and 1B. But to your point, I think that last week was a good start. I think that this week is a tough spot. Saints, for the troubles that they do have, still do have a really good defense. Mm -hmm. They're at home, short week. I do think that it's going to be difficult. They got the Steelers a week after that. Uh, I don't know what Steelers team is going to show up, but maybe the second half of the season, expect more from the Jaguars. Saints-wise, I'll tell you where I have a bit of a dilemma, Saints-wise. And it's, I think you start Olave no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's the, the, the no-brainer. Yeah. I get wrapped up in Rashid Shahid hype. Yeah. Like, I really do. Like, when you look at if it's a full point PPR league, I'm playing Michael Thomas over uh, Shahid. But if it's a standard league, I I would almost rather risk and see Shahid's big playability uh, over Thomas's, you know, normal efforts that he would get uh, just based on his receptions. I actually feel that there's a bit of a dilemma, and depending on what league you're in, I like uh, Shahid more than Thomas in some leagues, uh, Thomas more than Rashid Shahid in full point PPR leagues. As you mentioned with Evan Ingram, Michael Thomas facing that same issue. We have to score a touchdown this season. Uh, you look at like Thomas's targets and his snap rates, and 
and it's just not translating to actual fantasy success. He hasn't finished higher than wide receiver 31 uh, on on the season yet, uh, but he's still getting seven, eight, nine targets a game, still catching at least four passes in every game. Uh, but it's just it, his yards are pretty much the same. You're getting practically the same output every single game yeah. from Michael Thomas. It's really bizarre. Um, so, yeah, this this doesn't feel like a, a, a great game for him. Um, Shahid is definitely that sort of boomer bust player, and that's a tough situation given the fact that it's so early in the week. Do you kind of throw up that Hail Mary and, and try to start the week on a high note with Shahid? Um, if you don't have any other options, sure. Um, I would probably not go there, but um, it it does really depend on what you're looking at in in regards to your roster. I roll the dice. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of his. Mm-hmm. I, I I I just I just am, and I also think Birch, when you're the Saints and you have some limited limited situations on offense, uh, Derek Carr's injury was one. There was a week where he couldn't throw it downfield. Uh, if that gets better, it opens things up. When you have Thomas, when you have Kamara, guys who catch the ball within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage, I know Thomas isn't always that, but we'll just put him in this group. You also need someone that can fly down the field and be that home run hitter. And so I think that they still have to take shots uh, with with Shahid. So I'd rather sometimes roll the dice on his big playability than to be stuck in a standard league with 5.2 points for Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think very strong daily fantasy play, definitely yeah. uh, for Shahid for for this one. And and like I said, yeah, it's uh, it will really depend on your roster. I think that Shahid is a flex worthy player, um, but yeah, it is it is a bit of a gamble. But um, if if uh, if that's what you need, then then by all means go for it, especially with six buys this week. Yes, uh, there's your look at Jaguar Saints plus uh, an in-depth look at the Indianapolis Colts now that Anthony Richardson's season is over. He's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Byer. Harmon will be back in Friday's episode with our rankings. But coming up next, Bursch gives his streaming defenses. I give you a couple survivor picks to dive into. That's all next here on I Want Your Flex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like, literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? 
putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's streaming defense's time. I've got a survivor pick coming up uh, in just a little bit. It is I Want Your Flex. I'm Dan Beyer. That's Ryan Bershinger. Mike Harmon will be back on Friday. Uh, You guys, by the way, I'm going to be out for a couple of days. Did I I tell you what I'm doing? I'm going back to Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. and I am going to watch football with my cousins, who I grew up watching football. We have this tradition. We'd always go over to my aunt's house. Unfortunately, she passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would watch the Packers. who would kick off at noon, and the mm-hmm. Packers stunk. They were 4-12, and 12, uh-huh. way before you being alive, yes. Ryan Bershinger. <laughs> but at halftime of these games, they lived out in the country. We'd go out in their field, and we'd kick field goals. It's one of my greatest memories of, yeah. of being a kid. Mm-hmm. And now my cousin has kids that were similar to our age, one's you know, uh, 12, one's 14, then another one's about to graduate high school. And I have never watched a football Sunday mm. with them. So I am taking off and I'm hanging out with the fam. And we are going to be uh, kicking field goals at the halftime of the of the noon games. And then Packers-Broncos are, are later on. They'll have that. I'm going to try to set up so I can watch Cardinals-Seahawks and the other yeah. matchups. But, nice. yeah, so that's where I'm going to be out That's cool. Week. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, looking for, looking forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, what defenses should I be streaming uh, coming up in Week 7 while I'm sitting there uh, watching these games with my lovely family? Well, uh, we've been on them for a couple weeks now. Why not one more, huh? Let's roll it back with the Washington Commanders. They've got the Giants this week. Uh, of course, a couple weeks ago, when I first jumped on the Commanders, was the uh, Bears Thursday night game, and that did not go well at all. Commanders got negative five, but uh, Commanders bounced back this week against uh, Desmond Ritter and the Falcons and got a good solid seven points there. So <laughs> all roads lead back to Desmond Ritter <laughs> for you. <laughs> I have uh, I have too many personal connections at this point to Desmond Ritter. It is uh, uh, unsettling for the amount of fantasy football connections to have to one Desmond Ritter, but that's that's where I'm at. Um, yes, so the Commanders, I still think, are, are a very strong play against the Giants this week. We saw that Giants offense not getting much going against the Bills. Um, and regardless of, of who is playing quarterback in that game, I feel very comfortable starting the Commanders defense. Um, my strongest play this week, I feel like, is the Raiders defense. 
in Chicago against the Bears. Uh, it's get, popcorn arm, as, as Harmon calls them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're guaranteed to get at least one interception, probably two or three. Um, you'll get a couple sacks in there. Uh, this this should this feels like a game that uh, the Raiders can give very strong fantasy production from because. Uh, literally Tyson Bajant. Um And then uh, one more play. I like the Buccaneers a lot. Going back to Desmond Ritter here, uh, the Buccaneers at the Falcons. Uh, the Bucks could very well be available in your leagues. They just played the Lions, so they, they, prob- they were not a very popular streaming option. So uh, that provides some good opportunity there. So Commanders, Raiders, and Bucks are my streams. Last week in the Survivor Pool, we knew that there was going to be a lot of love on the Dolphins, a lot of love on the Bills because of their enormous uh, point spreads. Mm. And then the Rams were about a touchdown favorite over the Cardinals. Well, what we saw was Carolina jumped out to a 14 nothing lead. Dolphins luckily have enough offensive firepower. Mm. They went 42-21. to It was a field goal kicking fest for a while at SoFi before the Rams finally pulled away. But a lot of Bills backers, again, you know, and this is Survivor Pool, about a third of the pool that I am still in, uh, I I have two entries still in. One of them had Buffalo down to the final play, and this is this is what happens. This is how I think a majority of people are eliminated in survivor pools. They're taking the big spreads, and then there's an upset along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to stay away from the bigger spreads. I think I told you the the Rams last week. I know I told you the Jets against the uh, the Broncos the, the week before. I did like the Rams last week in, in their matchup. Um, there was also uh, the Raiders against the Patriots was the one that I told you. If you wanted to kind of go on a closer one, I would still go with the Raiders, even though you're like Belichick against McDaniels, that ended up working out. So here I am now. I'm going to stay away from Cardinal Seahawks divisional game. I'm going to stay away from uh, any of the other bigger lines, Bills, Patriots. I'm actually going to pick an underdog. All right. And I think it's a team we talked about just a little while ago. I think the Browns get the 49er treatment. The We just played the 49ers. Mm. You can't tell me that Cleveland – even with their top-ranked defense, is not going to be emotionally spent from everything they gave against the 49ers. And you have a Colts team coming in, now that knows their future, knows that Anthony Richardson is going to be back. You chart your season forward. I just think it's a great spot for the Colts to pick up a straight-up win. So if you're looking for the rare one, and this one where there's an actual underdog, I think the Browns are going to be spent Remember, PJ Walker is still their quarterback, so yeah. it's not like it's, you know, they're they're completely set there. We think that he's likely to get the start as as Watson's still dealing, but the Colts would be my sneaky pick for one of my alternate survivor picks. I like that a lot because, like you said, if if you're picking between Gardner Minshew and PJ Walker, the the choice is Minshew. Sure. So I I think that that's a very strong pick. I also think that you know, and the Browns obviously have been great, and they just held the the 49ers in check. It's a game where you probably only need to score 17 or 20 points. Mm. And I think the Colts will be able to do that. And again, the physicality of what they put against the Niners, I think it's natural that there would be a letdown. The other game that I'm pointing out, and it goes against, uh, I went against the grain with the Colts, and I'm going against the grain with this one. I went against the grain with the Colts because they were the underdog. I'm going against the grain here because they're a road team. I think the Packers in Denver, uh, Aaron Jones is the key factor here Mm -hmm. if jones is a full go and good to go go green bay coming out of the bye i think we expect that to be the case 
if there's anything that pops up from it, I would move off of that pick. But I am going to pick Green Bay uh, in Denver. I just think Aaron Jones makes so much of a difference for them. And obviously, Denver, uh, not that great, but go against the grain a little bit. For a toss-up game where I don't think a lot of people are going to be loading up, I'd pick Green Bay against Denver. Please. Please, you gotta, you gotta beat the Broncos, please. Um, yeah, no. If Aaron Jones goes, he's he's a top five running back play because of what the Broncos do against uh, running backs in fantasy. So yeah, uh, yeah. If if they if if Jones is giving it a full go, I would expect a, a very huge. game. As a there. Packer fan, are you concerned at all about this game? Um, I think <laughs> I'm concerned in the sense of like if they lose this game, then wow, like things are bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that's where the concern is. Is that I think it's a a big picture game because they 100 percent should win this game, and if they don't, it's so <laughs> okay. We the, gotta yeah. The only thing that I think that the Broncos can carry over, and they did keep the Chiefs in check, is they did have a week and a half. The problem is, is Green Bay had their bye week as well, so yeah. it's not like they're beat up or or anything. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the value, again, Buffalo is an eight and a half point favorite against the Patriots. The Seahawks are an eight-point favorite against the Cardinals. The Niners are a touchdown favorite in Minnesota against the Vikings. You're probably going to see a lot of play on those teams, but if you're looking at where can you find some value where maybe Arizona does go to Seattle, which, by the way, not out of the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, Geno Smith has been absolutely average, Mm -hmm. and so if you match that, if you're Arizona, you can stay in the football game, but if you want to kind of avoid those big matchups, I would say Colts and Packers for Week 7. That's where I'm going. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. All right. Yeah. That's it. All right. Bruce has got a streaming defenses. Back with the commanders again. And I hope you're back with us again for our week seven rankings. Harmon will have his hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas as well. So for Ryan Bershinger and Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Beyer. It's been I Want Your Flex. Talk to you next time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.